Grace, mercy, and peace be to you from God our Father and from, and from our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Well, as I said at the beginning, it's going to be a bit strange continuing on in the service after hearing that I've accepted a call to somewhere else, but... I did kind of do that, because if I didn't do that, y'all probably wouldn't pay attention to the sermon. Uh, sorry, I'm just trying to keep it a little light here. But the thing is, is that the whole time I would have just said all kinds of things of, don't be anxious, don't be anxious. And you would have been probably anxious about what I was going to say. But now that you know what I was going to say, and know that I love you all very dearly, um, and that this was a hard Decision. Now I pray that you would hear me and what I have to say next. That Jesus says a very simple thing to us. Do not be anxious about your life. And he focuses on the things that we eat, the things that we drink, about our body and what we wear. That this is something that you no doubt struggle with, all people do at some point in time, and if you don't struggle with that anxiety, there's other anxieties, other anxieties that plague you, possibly, that uh, try your faith on some level where you're worrying about what someone's going to say, you're worried about what someone might do, you're worried about not being involved, you're concerned about um, not being able to get something done, anxiety reaches into all parts of our lives. And yet, Jesus says, don't be anxious. Don't be anxious. Because you are God's child. And if you are even not God's child by, um, by his word and the faith that he grants to you. Still, mankind is the height of God's, of God's creation in that if he clothes, the, if, if he clothes the, the flowers of the field and he feeds the birds what they eat and takes care of them, they don't have to be concerned for all these things, then how much more will he take care of you? You who are created in, in, in God's, in God's, you who are created in, in, excuse me, in the image of God. But we have to keep in mind also that the image of God that we are granted has been marred and broken and 
destroyed on some level to the point where we are just a shadow of what we once were before sin. But in this, we can see something. We can see who we truly are apart from God, apart from Christ. That because we are broken by sin, because we are totally marred by sin, we think that we can control things. We lack trust in God. We think that we can just go on and focus on what we would like to focus on. Whether that's fear, whether that's, I don't know if you've heard the acronym, the acronym FOMO. Y'all heard this before? FOMO. Okay, people more my age have heard FOMO. It's fear of missing out, right? Social, uh, social, social media causes this fear that we're not being involved in all the fun things that everybody else is, right? There's also this slavish desire for pleasure that is strong in our world, especially today. We seek pleasure and we seek to avoid pain. And so, because of our sinful flesh, sometimes we just go on moving on from one thing to 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 the next trying to derive some sort of pleasure and once that pleasure is gone we go on to that next thing but what does that do to us it causes us to lose sight of what god has given us of the people and the things that are right in front of us it causes us to only pay attention to what we want whether it's going from the next thing to uh, what's next, or whether it's fear of, 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 of missing out, which in the sense of that, you're missing out on what's right in front of you. All these things plague us, and they keep us from seeing what God has granted to us for our good by his care. And often it is putting those things on a pedestal, making them gods to devote our lives to. And so if we are so marred and so destroyed by our sin that we are born with, that clings so closely to us, how can we be made right? Thanks be to God that Jesus Christ is the perfect man. He is the one who who grants us who grants us the new, the new likeness that he wins in his perfect life and perfect death and his perfect, and his perfect, um, his perfect resurrection from death. That in him, we can see that God truly takes care of us in the fullest sense. He tells us to pay attention to what God has created, that all the things in this beautiful world of ours, though it is marred by sin as well, it's wonderful. The blue skies and the clouds and the green trees, even though, yes, the grass may be dead, the trees are still green. God still takes care of those things. He still takes care of birds. He still takes care of you. He still takes care of you in body. He will make sure that you are properly taken care of, 
that your daily bread is granted to you. And in this also, we should look to Christ. Because even when it seems like it's dark, it's the darkest time, even when it seems like God is not near us, we know that we are not by ourselves when this happens. We should know that Christ has suffered the same thing, and even worse for our sakes, that when he was hanging on his cross, he cried out, my God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? He was abandoned. He was in this darkest time. And yet that was for your sake, so that in your darkest time, you can cry out and he will hear you. You can cry out and know that not only is God going to take care of your body, he will take care of your soul. That on the last day, he will, include, he will above and beyond all things, raise you from the dead and give you a glorified body as Christ has, so that you will be taken care of in body and soul for all time. You see, it's interesting. Jesus is telling us the truth that if you are worrying, how can you add one span to your life? It's not possible. But the irony is, is that God can, and God does. He adds to the span of your life. He gives you abundantly what is what you need and the things you think you may not need. That he gives to you all good things. And in our hymn today, um, I didn't pick that because of my announcement. That was the hymn of the day because of what it is that we're talking about today. What God ordains is always good. It may not be fun. It may not be comfortable. In fact, it may just be outright painful. But it is always good. Because we know from what Christ says to St. Paul that his grace is, is, his grace is sufficient for you, for all of us. That his power is made perfect in weakness, right? That when we are weak, then we are strong because Christ is there guiding us, strengthening us, giving all that he has to us. So that in all these things, when we face that anxiety that's sure to creep up, and I'm sure that this sermon hasn't reduced your anxiety that much probably, and it probably won't cure it completely, but when you are feeling worry and doubt, consider God's creation. Consider his son who was created, who was begotten, I should say, in the in the flesh for you to save you in body and soul so that you can know above and beyond all things that God cares for you completely, even when it seems like he's not there. He loves you and he cares for you and he gives you abundantly, not just in this life, but in that precious life, but in that precious life that is yet to come. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus our Lord. Amen. Amen.